Hi everyone, this is Bella Light with Serendipities, Synchronicities, and Repeating Digits. Um, I hope everybody's doing good. Um, I was trying to get to bed a little earlier tonight, and I know people always probably realize by now that I always post in like the wee hours of the morning and night um, because I don't sleep well alone, and I've just always been a night owl anyway. <clears throat> so um, I... I just wanted to talk about a couple things as far as the repeating digits and then some synchronicities that have happened that are just mind blowing. And I feel kind of confused in life right now. I think, I guess I'm just going to have to wait and see what happens. Um, but anyways, I read something yesterday, um, and it was just, you know, a ridiculous website and somebody there was a meaning of a number and then at the bottom somebody went off about how repeating digits aren't real and the angel numbers are fake. It's just a way for people to make, you know, write blogs and do things like I'm doing and make money, um, like a podcast or whatever. But, but the fact of the matter is, um, and I say this from my heart, I've experienced it firsthand uh, on this journey of mine uh, that's been very difficult. Um, rewarding um, and beautiful, but difficult uh, for a very long time. Uh, the numbers have gotten me through. When I left my abusive marriage and husband back in 2017, uh, I started logging in digital journal, Microsoft OneNote on my phone. I would take a picture if I saw a plate 555 and, you know, um, and so I just, I've been logging these things since then. And I still do this. I, I get kind of addicted to it. So I'll be like, oh my God, five, five, five. And I was just thinking about the end of this and what's going to happen next. And um, these numbers have been very real, very real. So when I heard, when I read that, I thought, boy, that's really sad. This person was accusing people. And yeah, you know, there, there are people who write about it and maybe make a few cents you know, here and there from their blog or like me, maybe make a few cents here and there from a podcast, which isn't much, but you're, that's, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's the flow of the universe. You're putting something out there that might inspire somebody, help them through a difficult moment. You know, um, at the same time, you might be making something from an ad on there and that's benefiting you financially. So it's benefiting each person, the creator and the viewers, you know, um, in a positive way. So there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, this is what the universe does. If you have something that you can, if they, if the universe knows that you can express things to people well, and people need to hear your message, um, you're going to be compensated financially, I think eventually, because the universe is going to make sure that you have the ability to keep putting your message out there for people who need it. Um, I like how Abraham <clears throat> Hicks says that, you know, there can be a million teachers because we all hear things from each other differently. Um, I think that's true, but I had like an amazing amount of occurrences today. And I feel lately like the energy has been really intense. Um, it's been deep. I just feel something different. I've had moments where I finally achieved the feeling of like sort of oneness, which I've been wondering. I've been, you know, practicing for this for a long time and through meditation and things. I haven't really experienced that, but I have been in quick moments lately, which excites me because that means more is coming. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, anyways, I'm so sorry. I apologize one second. I had just something happen here that distracted me very terribly. <laughs> I'm just going to try to tell you, um, you know, 
the things that have happened for me like today. Um, I've been in a very interesting place with my relationship. My divorce final hearing is coming, probably going to be scheduled toward late summer or maybe early fall, the latest I'm thinking from what it sounds like. And that is very hard for me, though the relationship was abusive. It's been very hard to let go of. I miss my life. (laughs) I miss the familiarity, even if it was bad for me, it was my familiarity and now everything's new and I've never, you know, been one to deal well with change. Although I've realized over the last several years that life is going to be slapping me in the face going, you're going to like change and we're going to make sure of it. We're just going to keep throwing things at you until you like change. (laughs) So I guess I'm trying to learn to, but, um, me, I've always been, you know, I do have, um, OCD and PTSD, a lot of initials (laughs) as far as stuff like that goes. Um, so being out of my comfort realm of some sort is just so very uncomfortable for me. Uh, when I get into a place, I quickly make a little area mine and I can retreat to it and recharge there. And I don't like going out of my comfort zone much. And I have anxiety issues and just, oh my gosh, so many things that I work on. Um, but I was saying I track the numbers, um, and I'll have a folder for three, 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 two, two, whatever, so on and so forth. Um, and I started noticing some other ones that weren't that type of repeating, you know, they weren't three, 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 two, two, two. It was like 10, 10, 12, 12, you know, four, six, four was another one for me. Um, one Oh one was another one for me. And so I made little folders for just these ones that I always kept seeing and I kept seeing them. Well, this is probably going to go all over the place and I'm sorry because there's just so many aspects to this story. I have to jump ahead and back and forth, but it's a neat, inspiring story. So I hope that you can get through it and like it. But um, I have a bunch of journals around uh, in my healing process since I've been gone. I do a lot of journaling. Uh, I just, and I have all kinds of different ones because I'm addicted to them. I have a problem. I see it in the store and I'm like, oh my God, I need that sparkly journal. That one's just too, that was so cute. You know, or that one's beautiful. I have to have this. And then they'll just like call to me, like people who like, I'm into crystals and they'll call out to you. The journals do that to me too. (laughs) And I have like 10 going at one time because I'm like, this one's only about like how your thoughts create your reality and stories about that. And this one's just about like, um, you know, my feelings about my soon to be ex-husband. And this one is just about, you know, like that. Well, I have this one that I uh, ironically bought this notebook with him long before I left. It was just an owl. It's a pink, thick little owl notebook. And it's got like an owl in the front. It's pink. It's really pretty. And I just fell in love with it. And I didn't know what I was going to do with it, but I had to have it. So I bought it and it's been, it had been sitting around unused on my desk for a couple of years. And when I got home, I opened it. And the first thing I did was, um, and I was starting something called morning pages, which is very good for you. If you're going through <clears throat> anything in life, it helps to center you. And, um, if you look up morning pages, that's a whole other story, but I was, it's really good for you. So I wanted to give that a try. This was shortly after I left. I was a disaster. I was staying with my son, uh, and his girlfriend and their baby. And 
I was feeling so out of place, 1,200 miles away, and things I needed still down there. You know, I had three suitcases. I had my dog. We were adjusting. It was a real <laughs> circus. and <laughs> My life was a circus. It was so terrible uh, for me at that time. <clears throat> but I decided to start this. And, you know, you just wake up and you start writing, free writing for like, I think it's six pages or something like that. Um, but I started doing it. I never really kept up with it, but my very first page was 10, 10, 17. Um, and so 10, 10, that, and that was like, you know, before I started tracking that, I think I'll have to look when I put that in there, but, um, nonetheless, the meaning I've had for 10, 10 in my one note, um, says, the angel number 1010 also invites you to be more courageous about your choices. Step out of your comfort zone and see what the rest of the world has to offer. Okay, so that's the 1010 meaning. Now, you know, that I didn't, these didn't correlate. I didn't look, I didn't, wasn't really paying attention yet because that was a little too early in my journey. I just wrote this on 1010 and I just, just, this is the first time I've picked up this journal in a very long time because I've been trying not to write about him. And this is the one that I mostly write about my feelings with him and what should I do and this and that or whatever. I'm wishing for having him back, um, which there are pages and pages of that where I just write in present tense about him coming back and being a changed person because that's just all that I ever pray for, um, though I know what he is and I have to learn to accept that eventually. But Anyways, um, so that's the meaning I have in my one note for 1010. And I, like I said, this is the first time I've picked this notebook up in months and months and months. I just decided for some reason to flip to the front of it. And just, I was looking for something about um, rocks and a creek that I had written. And I don't know which journal it was in. Um, but when I opened it to 1010, I was like, oh my God, 1010. I just saw it like on a clock earlier. It really caught my attention. Um, and it just is telling you to step out of your comfort zone. And I kid you not, <clears throat> this is what I wrote. Um, part of what I wrote on 1010 after I just read you that meaning. Should I go back to my comfort zone or step out of it further and take the apartment? Okay, so that's just a line. Should I step out of my comfort zone on 1010? Go to the meaning of 1010 that I've had in my OneNote forever step out of your comfort zone and see what the rest of the world has to offer. This is what I'm talking about. This kind of stuff happens to me. This is why I'm sharing these stories because I think it's unbelievable. And the more you start getting into it and it lifts your spirits, the more the universe throws it at you. And then, um, you know, it's become sort of like a cognitive behavioral therapy thing for me, you know, because I might like see the 1010 on something glance up and there it is. And I'll go, I'll make a, like a statement, um, out of it, you know, the meaning of it for myself. You know, if it says step out of your comfort zone and see what the rest of the world has to offer, I'll be like, I'll see a 10, 10 and be like, I am step out, stepping out of my comfort zone and seeing what the rest of the world has to offer. So make it like a declarative statement, you know? Um, I think that's what that's called. It's been a while since English class, um, but no, uh, but anyways, that's what I do. And I just think that it'd be nice to encourage other people because you're, exercising your mind all day long like that. Not only are you memorizing these meanings that you have, you know, and you're seeing them and you're in your mind, like thinking that you're making the declarative statement and you're constantly working your brain. So I just think it's really neat. Um, 
And I was pretty stunned when I opened it to that I when I, when I realized that's the first time I've ever realized it's 10, 10, 17 was the first time I wrote in this. And I have a lot of writing in here. Um, it's very full. And um, so that was something. So then that leads me to what happened next. So I, I'm thinking to myself, I was going to the front and I was going to maybe write an entry and something said, go back to May 9th, you know, see if there's an entry for May 9th. Um, you know, which that was like before, just before it was like ready to turn May 9th, I believe, and then going into the 10th, which is now. Um, so um, something told me, see what you wrote. Maybe see where, how far you've come in a year, you know. Um, and so I turned to it and, and this is where I say it has to jump around because I had to run out somewhere today. Um, I had an unexpected guest. I went to pick up Chinese food. I came back and I saw lilacs in bloom on a couple different bushes on the way home. Very distinctly caught my eye. And um, I was like, oh my God, that's like the first lilacs I've seen. And I was think making a big deal out of it in my head. <laughs> um, and excuse me, I'm so sorry. And so, um, and then I even thought to myself, I need to go find like a empty piece of property with lilac bush and with a lilac bush and go, um, snip some and bring them back in a vase because I just love them. And last May I was lucky enough to have a lilac bush like bloom right outside of my apartment window. But this is the magic I'm talking about. I was missing lilacs in the winter. I saw that bush. I was like, I wonder what that bush is. <laughs> I hope it's a lilac bush. And when it bloomed, sure enough, when the leaves started sprouting, I'm like, I think this is a lilac bush. Sure enough, it was. And I was like, oh my God, they were there. And I would walk out every day and just take a big sniff of them and just, I mean, literally savor them every day out the window, go I'll walk up to them, you name it. Sadly, the bush seemed like it was starting to die this last time um, I saw it blooming. It was like they were there and then nothing, The the only some opened and then they quit opening and they were like dying off. It was really weird and I felt sad about that because I had at this point on May 9th, 2018, um, told myself that the fact that I wished for lilacs and they appeared there meant that that's a sign that you know, I'm going to have him back and I'm going to have what I want with him because I seem to be getting what I want. These little miracles, like the lilacs being outside my window in that apartment when I was healing and, you know, needed everything I could to keep my spirits up, to keep me sane, to keep me alive, to keep me okay. Um, so I wrote in there, because I was still very hell-bent on being back with him. I was just convinced it. I wanted him and he was going to change. And I was writing everything in present tense like he's here. But I wrote, and I almost died when I opened this. Because like I said, I told you I saw the lilacs earlier. That's an important part. And it was really crazy. The first line on the page, May 9th and 10th, just take up like two pages next to each other. And I have it open. It says, you'll be back with him in the meantime, relax and enjoy the lilacs. And I wrote that like um, at the beginning of May 9th, at the end of May 9th, and then also the very first line on May 10th. And I'm like, oh my God, Whew, that is so weird. Um, I just, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. I mean, um, and I even wrote in this, um, I, when I was logging numbers today, I went, when I went to pick up the Chinese food, I noticed on my inbox, it was like five, five, five. 
555 on my phone um, email inbox. And then it was 5.55 PM. So I snapped a picture. I'm like, oh my God, that's so cool. And then I, you know, um, my son was pointing out too about the 555 on his phone. And um, when I got to the place where I was picking up our food, uh, I parallel parked and the car in front of me was had a five five on the plate and I'm like, huh, again, if with a five five. And um and then I looked down and my odometer ended in fifty five and I was already at a stop and putting it in park. And I'm like, oh my God. So I snapped a picture. Excuse me. I always circle like in green the numbers and I'll try to jot down later what I was doing or thinking at the time and see how it correlates with the weaning I have for that number in my notebook. And um so I, um, yeah, so there was the two five fives and then when it pulled up the two numbers that were on the plate in front of me, when that five, five car pulled out was, um, a seven, five, which is the year that my ex was born. And I was like, Oh my God, I got inside to pay and dinner came to 35, 55. And I was like, okay, so it's important that you want me to know what's happening with the fives and fives are generally like, I have the meaning in there, but I'd have to go to it, but it's beginnings and endings. It's letting go of the old. that's no longer serving you and welcoming the new. And I'm seeing it with his birth year and the, and the way that I've been feeling and having these weird like connections to him lately. Um, we actually had through, found out through our son and then one of us had him ask, you know, like ask your dad if he had a headache yesterday. We both like had these headaches at the exact same time. Um, so, um, but anyways, there were all the five fives and, and I wrote, you know, um, in this writing that, um, in my journal entry for the day, uh, a five, about a five, five and a seven, seven. Um, and seven sevens will tell you that there had something in there that's like you spent your whole life training for this moment. And along my journey, I felt like I have, I felt like I've had to be in training to get through this very, you know, like brutal part of my life in one piece. <laughs> so, you know, um, but you know, there I did see five fives today. And then on May 9th last year, I wrote about seeing them and to see those lilacs on that drive home and then read this when I just haven't don't even hadn't even have a thought to touch this notebook and I don't know how long and then something makes me go back and I see that about the lilacs and um there's also some stuff in the 1010 one where it talks about you know it's letting you know that you know when one door closes another one opens type thing and it's usually better and more exciting um and earlier when I was looking at the lilacs, I was listening to Katy Perry on the radio, the song Firework. And she says, maybe that's the reason why all the doors have closed so you can open one that leads you to the perfect road. Uh, and, you know, the part about after a hurricane comes a rainbow. After I had, you know, my life fell apart and we were in the middle of Hurricane Irma. Um, we came out of, we had to go inland and we were at a hotel that his boss owns and we went up there, they gave us a room and all the employees and we were stowed away there while the storm was coming at us and passing over and my life was completely falling apart. And, um, I didn't know if I was going to have a house when I got out, done with that. I didn't know if we were going to be okay. It was a category five. I did a lot of praying and meditating that day and we were safe and our house was one of the few places in the area to have electricity. <laughs> So it was pretty crazy because a lot of our neighbors didn't even, and we did lose a tree, but, um, but anyways, um, yeah, we were there. And after that, 
was done, we came out the next day after the storm had passed and we were heading home and it was awful, sticky. It was still cloudy and weird out. There was a giant rainbow and I mean a giant rainbow. I have pictures of it um, smack in front of us when we walked out of that hotel and I was trying to be like, is everything going to be okay? Because he, our li life was falling apart. He was, you know, so upset with me. And he was becoming more and more abusive because of his anger toward me, mad about something that I had told him and um, something that had happened. And, um, and I was just devastated and terrified and not knowing what I was going to do. The abuse was getting worse and worse. He wasn't letting up. He was getting more and more angry every day. I was terrified. And there was this rainbow, like, oh my God, everything will be okay. But she says that in that song, after a hurricane comes a rainbow. And I thought that it's just really hard to explain. And I know that maybe some people may think it sounds insane because I might think it sounds that way, And I'm, but I'm not. I mean, these things have been happening and these numbers are just totally, you know, just completely in sync with what I'll be thinking at the moment or what I'm going through at the moment. And I get these urges to like look in a notebook at this time and find this or that. Um, I just, it's really, really amazing. And, you know, the only thing that gets me is like, I have a hard time like figuring out exactly like, okay, um, I've been fretting over what's going to happen. I've been feeling like a little bit lonely, like after a year and a, almost two years away from him um, and our divorce coming up at the, at the end. And I've been working on myself nonstop at our, you know, our divorce is coming up in a few months. The end of it is what I was trying to say. I'm sorry. I've been working on myself nonstop and I, I didn't want to jump into a relationship or start dating around because I wanted to make sure I was healed. I think I'm getting to that point now where I'm ready to start like I miss having someone in my life, but I missed him, my ex, really, really bad for the last few days. It was really terrible. I just missed like leaning the way his chest felt when I leaned on it and, you know, um, his arms around me and I just loved him so much. You know, that's the thing. I really did. Um, and I still do. And it's sad because it's just like my heart aches every single day because I'm thinking to myself, I'm so in love with this person and I don't know why he has a dark, and a, and a light side. He's like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. That's the sad part. And I think that if he could see that and get checked maybe, but no, I mean, they say there's no cure for narcissism. Like I say in my other sister podcast, you know what I mean? He is a narcissist and I, I probably shouldn't allow myself to go down this um, road of hoping that he's going to change. But see, that's part of my healing process because I have not really completely accepted that he can't, you know what I mean? Like there's always, since I met him, been this little spark of hope that sits inside of me for him to come around. And I feel like he's been trying to, that's the bad part. He recognizes what he is and he admitted that he was abusive, but he just doesn't comprehend that it's bad. Like he just thinks it's what I did was worse or whatever happened, you know, um, even though the abuse and a lot of neglect pushed me to that, but, um, and just a lot of other things that were really out of my control, but, but nonetheless, it's like, you know, I go in here and read that you'll be back with him. And in the meantime, relax and enjoy the lilacs with a smiley face. And it's on at three different times, the, the, the same page in three different places. Uh, and then, um, you know, I wrote something in my journal 
um, about, you know, I said about the Katy Perry, um, uh, you know, all the doors are closed so it can lead you to the perfect one. I wrote in here all my past disappointments were laying the, laying the groundwork for the next phase of my life, you know, um, so there it is kind of talking about all the disappointments, all the doors that closed, all the things that I thought I wanted that I've been let down about, you know, uh, maybe this is all for a reason. I would have loved to have saved my marriage, but at the same time, you know, the abuse was so bad. Um, and though we had amazing times, his dark and mean side would surface time and again, and it was just terrible. And had things not happened the way they did, I would have never had a reason to go. I would have just stayed. I wouldn't have pushed myself to go. And it was like I needed that big push and something pushed me to tell him to, you know, it's just so, such a long story. But um, just so many intricate things have happened um, and it just blows my mind. I honestly can't find words and you'll find me fumbling with this because I don't really have the words for it because it's that magical. And I'm seeing it happening throughout all of my life. And I think if everyone out there looks around, they're going to start seeing it too, you know, and you do kind of start to feel crazy, but I think that's part of the spiritual awakening process. You know, uh, you're, we're expanding our consciousness and these messages, you know, or, you know, I just, it's just too uncanny. Like, I mean, I just gave examples right there they're in black and white the 1010 and what it means and what I wrote that day you know and what I would do when I found the meanings for these numbers is like I'd been seeing maybe 1010 I got to see what 1010 means I've been seeing it a lot that's what how it would happen and I would google it and I would just you know literally let my intuition guide me to which link to click on whose site I should go read the meaning of and generally it would be spot on. The meaning I would be led to would resonate with me to the point I'd have goosebumps, chills. I'm like, okay, oh my God. Um, just, you know, here's another thing. Just a couple of nights ago, I was sitting here feeling that lonely feeling. I had this really, really terrible headache. It was like my eyeballs were even hurting and I didn't feel well. And I missed my ex, like thought of him rubbing my head when I didn't feel well and stuff like that. Um, and so... You know, I was thinking of the fact that I, I'm like, I am lonely. I do suffer from loneliness. I miss a man in my life, even though I love my solitude. I really don't know if I have room for dating because I love my solitude. That's one of the reasons why I want my ex back so bad was because it's like, it was comfortable yet the desire and attraction were all still there, you know, but I mean, I could feel comfortable to be around when I, when I didn't feel well and stuff like that. And I was thinking about how I was lonely, you know, truthfully, if I admit it to myself, I miss love in my life, romantic love, you know, it's starting to feel that way. Um, and then I, the next, which would be the next day, which was yesterday. Um, I went on to Facebook into one of like the light workers groups that I'm on. And there was somebody offering free card, tarot card readings, you know, if you clicked like their page or whatever. And I asked for a card regarding my love life. And he said, he pulled one and he's like the emperor, you know, he's like, that's really good. He goes, it just, you know, what it means is your emperor is coming, you know, everything you wanted is coming, but first you have to love yourself you know, um, and you're going to have to battle, uh, loneliness, a period of terrible loneliness. And, but if you do, you know, you're going to learn to love yourself during that and you got to listen to yourself. And I was just thinking about feeling loneliness and wanting love and the right man, wanting him back and wanting him to be the man that I need him to be 
And that would be like respectful, kind, compassionate, empathetic, <laughs> you know, those normal things that most people like to have in a person. Um, so sorry, excuse me. But, you know, that's what I mean. I was just thinking I'm lonely. And then I get that reading, not only like sort of giving me hope, like being like, listen, somebody's coming. It's going to be amazing, you know? And, um, and then I read about it in my journal, you know, and I hear it in the Katy Perry song and I see it in numbers. And that's like how it happens. The signs are everywhere. And that's why I'm sharing all these stories. So I hope people can start seeing them around them. So before this gets too winded, um, I hope that all that makes sense, but I'm just trying to give some proof to that thing that I read that that's a, just a mean, horrible thing to say, because even if you are helping somebody make money from writing about this stuff, you're enjoying what they're writing or you wouldn't be on their website or, you know, letting the ad play on their podcast like mine here, you know, so it's okay to help, help each other out. This is how we grow. So, and how we blossom, you know, and how we connect with each other. Um, and how we, you know, the flow of abundance goes back and forth from us and everybody else, you know, that way back and forth. So anyways, I hope that you enjoy these little synchronicities. If you have any um, synchronicities you would like to share, please visit my Facebook page. I'm going to put that up um, in the description of this podcast. Probably tomorrow I'll get in there and do that. Um, I just wanted to say goodnight, everybody, and wish everybody... Um, all the love that they need, want, and desire. Take care.